Welcome back to A View from the Couch. My name is Rich. I'm Jen. She's Jen, and we are here to talk about a little movie that was supposed to come out in 2020, but it ended up coming out in 2021. It's called The Night House. Jen, had you heard of this movie before we jumped into it? I did not. I hadn't heard anything about it. Okay. I don't remember seeing trailers for it. Okay. First time I heard about it was when HBO popped up. Hey, new releases that are newly added, I guess. So good. So I'm not losing my mind. This movie definitely flew under the radar, right? This was just kind of out of the out of left field. I think so. Well, I think you and I are pretty on the ball when it comes to movies that are coming out. I mean, we have a movie podcast for crying out loud. We watch trailers all the time. All like the we, time. When we're like in between things, we pull up the trailers on the TV and are watching trailers. And stuff, yeah. So, so, so the, to prepare for you guys, the listeners, that's what we do. We, <laughs> we stay out. We're trying to keep our finger on the pulse of the entertainment industry, as it were, at least for films. I don't know. We're not like, I don't know who beat up who in the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard thing, but you know what I mean? Like we watch trailers and we keep an eye on things and we didn't see this coming. I had no idea this movie was out, but apparently it did come out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it premiered at Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival in, or not Cannes, excuse me, at Sundance. They premiered at Sundance in 2020 and then it got delayed until like August of 2021. And then it came out on HBO Max this past April, which we're still in April, but you know what I mean. So who who was in this movie? Who directed it? Who was involved? Who wrote it? All right. This movie was directed by David Bruckner. Now, you know, David Bruckner from The Ritual from Southbound, and he also did VHS. Okay. The Ritual is the one, the British one with the kid from Shaun of the Dead, right? The guy, God, what's his name? I can't remember his name. The, he's the guy that played the smart-ass video clerk in, or not video clerk, but uh, electronics store clerk alongside alongside Simon Pegg in that movie. I believe so. Yeah. He, yeah. he was in that movie, The Ritual. I really liked that movie. You did not, as I recall. I thought it was kind of weird. I don't think <laughs> I hated it, but I don't think I really liked it. Weird yeah. is your code word for I don't like it. No, no. I thought it was... I didn't hate it. I remember not hating it. I just wasn't overly fond of it. So thought it was weird. I thought it was weird. Yeah, so you hated it. All right, so. <laughs> All right, this was written by Ben Collins and Luke Piotrowski. Oh, now, I don't know those, these guys. Those guys are scheduled to either produce or write the Hellraiser sequ- or sequel or remake that's coming out this year. So I've heard oh, their names. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's we should put that on our list if it shows up because that I, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with that movie. That movie was something else when it came out in '87 back you know, back in the day, but but I, I'm interesting. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how in the world they're gonna they're gonna do that for a modern audience. Okay, okay. Yeah. This movie stars Rebecca Hall as Beth, Sarah Goldberg as Claire, Vondi Curtis Hall as Mel. And Evan Jonike as Owen. Is Vondi Curtis Hall related to Rebecca Hall? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, they just have the same last name, so I didn't know. Well, just because they have the same last name doesn't mean they're related. <laughs> All Smiths aren't related? No. 
Well, okay. Well, I'll admit. <laughs> Vondi Curtis Hall, you'll remember him as Ben Urich in Daredevil. Oh, sure. He's the reporter, the uh, the guy okay. that was always talking to Daredevil about this or that. Dare- he had, like the TV series? The, the TV show Daredevil, yeah. The Marvel, huh. the Netflix series. Okay. One. I know he looks very familiar. Like, I know I've seen him in stuff. He's but been in a ton I of stuff. Place anything just off the tip of my tongue so all all manner of like smaller parts in like 80s and or late 80s early 90s like action or action movies like die hard sure. and stuff like that so okay yeah. okay yeah cool that's it though right this isn't a very big cast really no there's some it. others but they're in there so little that i went for the the main ones on here gotcha gotcha okay so we learn about beth who has just lost her husband which we don't really learn right away but his name is owen he left a whole bunch of stuff you know obviously and uh, she spends a like a lot of her time drinking and going through all of his stuff and trying to appear as normal as possible, going to things like the school meeting that she didn't necessarily have to go to and stuff like that. One morning when she's getting ready to go to school, she notices that the door to the dock, now they live on a lake, the house is on a lake, the door to the dock is open and she goes to investigate and she walks down and she sees bloody footprints on the dock and kind of confused. She walks back up the stairs and closes the gate. And then she's startled by her neighbor, Mel, who was played by Vondi Curtis Hall and Eric, who tells her, you know, Hey, I know what you're going through. My wife just died. You guys were there for me. If you need something, let me know. And she goes off to school where she, that's where we as an audience finds out like how it happened. And it, it comes about with this very tense moment with a teacher, with the teach her as the teacher and a student's parent who comes in to inquire why the kid got a C and uh, to point out that the teacher wasn't there on last Thursday night and yada, yada, yada. But the teacher's like, well, I had a personal matter and the mom keeps pushing and the teacher's finally like Rebecca Hall's character, which is what I can't remember the fucking Beth. name. Beth. And Beth is finally like, well, my husband shot himself. He rode out into the middle of the lake, took a gun, stuck in his mouth and blew his brains out. And this is, this is just kind of this tense moment where you're not sure what to think. And the, the, the kid's mother is obviously not sure what to think either. And then uh, right after that, she gets, Beth gets invited out to go out for drinks with her friend, Claire, and a couple of other coworkers where we find out that he left a suicide note. But the suicide note says some weird crap on it. It says, you were right. There is nothing. Nothing is after you. You're safe now. And everybody's confused as hell. So well, that seems like a weird suicide note. It is a strange suicide note, right? Now, they, it says nothing is after you. Which is kind of a double play because we're going to find out that the thing that's after her is actually called nothing, right? Right. Yeah. Spoilers. So I don't know how I feel about that note. It's a little obvious, but whatever. Claire and Beth go back to Beth's house and Beth reveals that when she was younger, she was in a really bad car accident and she was technically dead for four minutes. And she reveals that when you die, there's nothing there. 
and then she goes and talks about how well ben never or ben not ben owen owen never believed that and that he would kind of contest her about that and they would you know they would disagree a lot and he was close to bringing her around to his way of thinking before he killed himself which knowing what we know now that right there seems odd doesn't it i mean yes so he knew that nothing was there was he trying to convince her so maybe the entity would disappear i don't know i don't hmm. interesting know. i don't know what but, okay so there's a lot of confusing weird back talked flips and stuff like that in this movie that just kind of falls out of everything you know what i mean like it's full of unnecessary exposition they don't show they tell they spend a lot of time telling the audience what's going on the bar scene is very obviously designed to do that and then later there's a whole big exposition dump like you say where we find out like what was specifically going on but she goes back and she you know she had found a she'd found a photo on Ben uh, Ben why do i keep calling him Ben i don't know <laughs> we're renaming him Ben go back to the writing room send it back to the typewriter <laughs> typewriter kids you remember those so owen had a photo on his phone of a woman that, well, first glance looks like Beth or looks like it is Beth. Turns out it's not Beth. And, uh, and it kind of like plagues her. So she ends up going, <laughs> she ends up going to this bookstore. She finds out about this bookstore because she's looking through all these, these books that she finds in Owen's stuff. He And she goes onto his laptop. She finds more pictures of women who look a lot like her. She finds this statue in a version of, the, of their house that's across the lake. She finds this statue of a woman like bound and like nails through her and stuff or pikes through her or whatever. And she, and she finds these books. The, one of the books is about mazes, ancient Celtic mazes that were, that had, that they had these festivals in. And she decides that Owen was trying to learn how to trap demonic entities, apparently. So she looks up the bookstore where he had bought all of these books. And when she's there, she realizes that the photo that was on his phone is actually of this bookstore. And when she goes looking in the aisle, she finds the girl in the photos. So she talks to the girl. She brings the, she, she, she tries to get some information out of her. The girl reveals that Owen basically brought her to the house that's on the other side of the lake from her, from them, his other house, quote unquote, the other house and uh, kisses her, tries to choke her, but then apologizes and brings her home. And so Beth decides she's going to go back to the reverse house and manages to find that there's a crawl space underneath the house. And underneath the house, there's all these bodies of the women that Owen had taken pictures of and apparently had murdered. So he's a serial killer as well. Lady, your husband was a serial killer. That's really what this comes down to, right? Like, yeah. So this, so, okay. So there's a lot that, that has happened up to this. So this movie, when you're going through it, we don't know yet that there's this being called nothing. We're trying to figure out because this woman is drinking so heavily 
is she imagining this stuff? Cause we know she's got depression issues. We know she struggled with stuff like that. And then on top of that, she's drinking and then, or is it some kind of supernatural something happening? It definitely seems like it's supernatural. You get your bloody footprints, you get your, your stereo turning on in the middle of the night, you see the lights on the house across the lake turning on, but it didn't look like there was much for electricity over there, but yet there was lights there. She sees her husband standing on the lake. Right. Yeah. Um, Naked, by the way. Right. And then there's all sorts of stuff with the house that when you move certain ways, it's like you're catching stuff out of the corner of your eye, you know, looks like outlines of people. Right. It looks like outline of people. But when you're kind of looking at it, it, you only catch it when you're like right at a certain angle. And so they're definitely playing with this. Okay. Is she going crazy or is this actually something happening until Well, even when she stepped on that floorboard and she's looking at the bodies underneath there, the bodies all still looked pretty fresh, I thought. Yeah. So I thought, okay, is she imagining this or what is happening? So it really has you kind of confused this whole time with what's going on to Beth right now. Well, and it really hasn't been that long since he killed himself, right? It was only a couple of weeks. There was like a week before she sat down with the student's mom and told her what happened. So at this point, I'm guessing another week has passed, two weeks. Those bodies could still be fresh. This could still have just have happened. Like this could just have happened. Sure, but he killed all of the, to me, it seemed like this was maybe going on for a little while. Then maybe he's got a pattern. We don't know that. He's got a pattern. He's got multiple victims. He's got the same MO for murdering them. Dude's a serial killer. Just that, I mean- he is no two. There's no two ways about it. He's a serial no, killer. He is. Yeah. Even though he was trying to protect Beth by killing these women, <laughs> it's still a serial killer. It just seems weird that like he's well, and they were to trying be... to make it sound like remorseful when like he choked that one girl. <laughs> yeah. and Oh, I panicked, so he stopped and drove me home. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so he's a good guy. What? He's not a good guy. He's not yeah. a good guy. And yet he's made out to be like this white knight in this movie, right? He's protecting the wife. And so he ends up going out to like kill himself because the thing was trying to infect him or whatever. It's like, okay, dude. Wow. All right. So the, just the one last thing before yeah, yeah. we go on, no, go ahead. Yeah. that other, what the hell was it? The statue, that statue thing. Yeah. I'm not sure I understood what that whole point was. I mean, is that what just led her to the occult thing? That was the uh, point of that, but it seems like it didn't, other than she ends up in that position at one point, it yeah. doesn't really seem to come into play really. I think it's supposed to be a, like a totem that like wards off evil. I think that's what it's supposed to be is what I was. But it's like a voodoo thing. I thought that's what the book said. Yeah. It's like a voodoo thing. Yep. Mm, Okay. All right. I don't know. I have no, I'm, I, they, I didn't get it. They flip and flop and they mix and they match and they do all kinds of weird crap in this movie. Yeah. So after, after, after Beth finds the, the, the dead girls, the body, the dead girls. Yep. The dead bodies, the Owen's victims. She finds Owen's victims. Maybe he was Ben and Owen. Oh. <laughs> Man, Where I didn't is even ben think of that. Coming from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? I was like, Maybe... is there a Ben even in here? <laughs> no, there's no Ben. 
but Owen, but Owen is her husband, and Ben is the guy that has to kill for the uh, <laughs> for the nothing. <laughs> anyway, so then we get the scene where where there is a an entity in the house, and we get it writes on the mirror you know, I'm here or whatever. And she starts like making out with it. She like reaches out and touches it. And it's really cool effect, by the way. I'm sure they did it with like, like window panes and stuff like that. But like, she can like press her fingers into like, and like her fingers actually like the pads of her fingers actually like flatten out like she's touching something but like it's something that's not actually there and she's like hugging on it and they're like making out it like shoves her up against the sink and we're getting like this whole freaking like oh we're oh they're gonna do it right here she's gonna have a ghostbusters moment where like dan Aykroyd made out with the ghost right (laughs) but it's not it's not it's not owen it's not owen it's it's a it's a an invisible being which we will find out is called you're okay you ready for this guys it's called nothing so the letter was right the letter was right nothing is, is after, after her. her yeah <sighs> so the nothing drags her around the house and 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 gives her visions of owen attacking and murdering his victims and then it reveals that it is what Beth saw when she died for those four minutes back in the day. And it has been trying to convince Owen to kill Beth to bring her back to the afterlife for nothing. But he decided he wasn't going to do that. And so he instead decided to build the reverse house and murder Beth lookalikes to try and trick the nothing entity, which doesn't make any damn sense no. at this point because the other house is not finished no the, the, the nothing entity would have to be the dumbest supernatural creature in the history of supernatural creatures to think that the unfinished house is actually the house and that the beth lookalikes are actually beth but that being said it does realize that it's not what's going on Th- like Good for it, right? Because I don't think I could. There are four year olds that could draw a better version of their house than that reverse house looks constructed. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, freaking now, like, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I was thinking, so as soon as she told Claire Mm -hmm. about her story about dying and that there was nothing. Yeah. My immediate thought, and I even wrote this down, is this is death coming after her. <laughs> I, I, I had this vision from <laughs> that point on that what was stalking her was death and death was going to convince her to kill herself. Oh, wait, so like Final Destination 6 or something? Is that what you're thinking? Kind or? of, kind of. I mean, I really didn't have Final Destination <laughs> in my mind, but that's kind of what I was thinking. And I didn't know if it was going to be like death itself or it was some kind of demon, but that's how I took it is it was some version of death that was coming after her. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. So nothing capital N nothing, by the way, guys, capital N because that's its name. That's its name. Yeah. If you look it up in a demonology book, you'll find it. Nothing under N N O by the way, no capital. No, it, 
it binds Beth, like you were saying, it puts her in that position of that statue, which so maybe it wasn't something to ward off evil. Why did it put her in that? Yeah, that's position why I was confused. Then? Yeah, that's right. I didn't it, get it. it. Does, okay, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. The next morning, Claire shows up and sees that the house is in disarray and sees somehow she knows what the gun that Owen killed himself with is gone. Like she sees the the gun lock and the empty evidence bag, which let's, I got a question. Why would the police give a murder weapon back to the grieving widow? Why would she? Is it a murder weapon though? Suicide's a form of murder. You murder yourself. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are there. But why would you give that back to a grieving widow? It was in the box of all his other stuff. Maybe. I don't know. What a weird, what a weird friggin' thing to do. I, I have no idea. I don't know how that works. Anyway, so somehow Claire knows exactly what that gun lock thing is on the ground and realizes that that gun is the gun that Owen used to kill himself. And she goes looking for Beth. So she goes out and she sees that Beth is in the boat and floating away from the dock. And they are, they yell at her like to try and get her back. But in her head, she's actually in like some other like mindscape type thing with nothing capital n nothing by the way guys that's its name nothing <laughs> look it up in a demonology book its name is nothing so it tries to convince beth to join it by killing herself but beth decides to put the gun down and as soon as she puts the gun down Uh, She returns to the real world and Claire brings her back to shore and uh, Mel tells her that there's nothing there. And she says, I know, I know that there's nothing because nothing is its name. That's its name, guys. Nothing. Capital N, nothing. Look it up in the demonology books. What's its name? I don't know, but it was sponsored by Apple. That's what it was. (laughs) was Sponsored by Apple. Oh yeah, that's why. Okay. I, I, I didn't know why you were saying that, but I remember now that was very prominently through the movie, the yes. Apple iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the MacBook, and like, she's that's got a right. MacBook at the office. She's got a MacBook at home. She's got an iPhone. He's got an iPhone. I get you now. The, the teacher's you. got an iPhone. It's like, this movie is obviously sponsored by Apple. The third act of this movie, it's like, follow me for this, okay? The first two acts of this movie, they set up a very interesting, very intricate maze of a story. And then in the third act, they wipe that whole thing out. They hold your mouth open and they take a dump down your throat. (laughs) (laughs) they shit the bed on this third act i'm sorry this comes out of nowhere nothing probably lives in nowhere right you believe that you think that would be good right it it might i was wondering when i was watching this if at first they were trying to take do some kind of take on grief I watched an interview with the director. It was about a half hour interview and he never mentions the grief thing. And I thought this is kind of a good start to a movie where you could maybe explore 
grief and the progress of grief in this, but I don't think that was in here at all. I don't think (sighs) they were going for that at all. The other thing that I was finding kind of interesting was the whole, when she pulled that book out and you could see that there was the house drawings and then you get that maze. I can't remember what it's called, but I was like, okay, okay. So maybe we're going to do something interesting with the house. There's something going on with this house with the maze, but nope, that, that was kind of tossed away. And then you get that weird voodoo doll. Yeah. That, that was tossed. I mean, there's nothing that makes sense with that. I feel like you had like a lot of good little things that could maybe get you to a good story, but (laughs) I don't know the end thing with the nothing thing. I was like, all right. Okay. It's just, you know, like you said, final destination coming back here. Do you know how much sense this makes? None, none. None? It makes nothing, nothing. No (laughs) sense here. But what, what really bothers me is that, you know, you could have taken this any number of directions. I was thinking throughout this entire, the entire first two acts of this movie, I kept thinking that this could be a unique companion piece to the shining where, where the, the 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 Jack character realized what was going on. Like it, it's kind of like this, like a unique idea of like retelling the shining almost from a haunted house perspective, right? Where the haunted house is possessing somebody. And I mean, because even the lead actress looks a little bit like Shelley Duvall, right? Like oh, you, sure. could, yeah. you could almost look at it that way. But then you get to this third act and it's like, this is what you were going for this whole time. <laughs> This, this is what you were going for. Like there was so much, I felt I wasn't completely involved in this movie until the end. Till the last act. I didn't know what the hell to think. Cause it was like, it just, it, they just freaking line wound up and just smacked you across the face with this nothing crap. Well, and I'm sure they were trying to look at it as, oh, they were being clever because the suicide note said nothing was there, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. How's that working out for him? I wonder. Being clever, I mean. Hmm. Well, hopefully they do better with the Hellraiser. <sighs> hopefully. <laughs> uh, after this, I'm not so interested in the Hellraiser <laughs> reboot. I maybe I'll still watch it. I mean, I'm sure there's. Look, everybody shits the bed every once in a while, you know. Like, come on, yeah. It, like it happens. You 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 fuck up. And honestly, if they had this to take back, maybe they would do something else with it. Maybe you could make this, this could be a whole Minotaur thing, right? You've got mazes, you've got labyrinths, you've got house, you could have him trying to keep her safe from whatever, you know, the creature is or whatever. Right. Have like, have it be like a creature movie instead of like a demon type. That's something that this, the director is familiar with these creature movies, right? With the ritual. Mm -hmm. I mean, do something like that, but for crying out loud, to have it literally be nothing. Oh God, I feel like that was a prank. I feel like it's been like it feels like a practical joke. It's like who's the bad guy? Nothing. What do you mean nothing? Oh, fair enough. <laughs> but you know what I really want to do right now? Huh. Do you know what I really want to do? I want to go. I want to go and buy like a new iPhone. Do you want to buy a new iPhone? I think we get a yeah product new, placement. Uh, yeah, this podcast brought to you by Diet Coke. Are you gonna get us in trouble for saying that? No. 
Oh, <laughs> what? Oh no, they they advertised for free on our podcast. Oh no, <laughs> I'm not saying Diet Coke wants us to. You know, I don't know. I'm not saying Diet Coke. Look, I'm giving them free advertising. Whatever. Diet Coke and Captain Morgan rum. This movie, this this podcast has been brought to you by the letter N for nothing, nothing. I feel like I'm not even going to have to really ask you what your rating is on this show. <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> so disappointed. Yeah. So okay, you want to get to that now? Do you or do you have trivia? You have trivia tidbits. I really don't. I couldn't find a whole lot. And what I did find, we've already talked about. So I like when you pepper them in throughout the thing, then we don't have to have like a specific section of it. You know, I try to, but sometimes they don't always quite come up just depending on the type of things I find. Yeah. The way the conversation goes, if I get you, let you get a word in edgewise, (laughs) that kind of a thing. So, okay. Well then Jennifer keep rent or erase. I'm going to maybe rent this one because I feel like the start of it was pretty good. And I feel like I want to give it one more shot. I want to try it one more time just to make sure I didn't miss anything because there was a lot of stuff going on and you're, I'm trying to take notes and this and that. So maybe I did miss something, (laughs) but if I watch it again and come away the same way, I probably put it to erase, but I'm going to give it another shot and I'll go rent. So you're going to go rent. All right. I am going to, I'm going to create a whole new category for this. I'm going to go with, rebuild this movie on the other side of the lake (laughs) but do it right no i'm just kidding this movie isn't a race if if they had if they had capitalized on the promise of the first two acts of this movie i would say this would have been at the absolute minimum it would have been a rent it could have been a keep if they had done something intelligent with the the uh, the finale the end but they didn't. And so here we are. I'm going with a race. This is a straight up a race. The third act is what killed it for me. And I can't get over this. I can't get over this. It feels like it feels like I spent a lot of time investing in two acts of a movie that end up turning out to be a movie literally about nothing. <laughs> and they and and like I, I, again, it feels like a practical joke. It feels like they're like, ha, ha, watch this. Watch this. We're going to get, we're going to everybody all excited about it. It's going to literally be nothing guys. Get it? Literally nothing. Right. Look at this. I wrote it down. It says nothing. <laughs> it's got a capital N. That means it's its name. Right. Look at that. It's an erase. That's an erase. Any final thoughts? All right. Not really. Okay. Let's move on. Shall we? What are we doing next? All right, next week we are going to cover the movie Kimmy. Kimmy. Okay, Steven Soderbergh. So maybe, maybe there's a chance that this could be a good movie, that we, that, that this will be something fun and there will be something interesting going on with it. Steven Soderbergh very rarely disappoints. You've seen the movie Contagion, right? Yes. That is Steven Soderbergh. Okay. So, well, I've seen the, the trailer for this okay and the trailer is a little scary 
Yeah. With the whole listening devices and stuff, because you know how I am with that. So. Right. Yes, I do know how you are <laughs> with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the device that's listening it's nothing nothing is listening to nothing you, is listening to nothing. all of us <laughs> nothing are you just trying to say nothing different ways now at this I'm just, point i'm just gonna say nothing as many <laughs> times as i can because you know what matters nothing, nothing. I feel like this has just been you saying nothing and me just laughing. Everybody's probably <laughs> going to listen to this and go, oh my God, what is wrong with these guys? <laughs> oh, God, you guys don't believe me. Go and watch this movie yourself. Go and watch The Night House and tell me that nothing <laughs> makes sense because nothing makes any sense. There's so many jokes. This could go on forever. We should probably just end this now before we We probably people. should. <laughs> we'll see you next week right here on the couch for Kimmy, Jen. Good night, people. Good night. Thank you for listening to A View from the Couch. We value your feedback. Please consider leaving us a review on Podbean, iTunes, or your preferred podcast listening app. You can reach us on Facebook by searching at A View from the Couch, on Twitter at View underscore Couch, or by emailing us at a view from the couch at yahoo.com. Thanks again for listening. Bye. See ya.